Hey, JJ here with the Art of Value. Wow, again, again, a brutal session on the stock market. Uh, on the screen here, if you're on video on Spotify or YouTube, you can see the stats. NASDAQ down 4.29%. Not many times do we have a day session like that. The S&P 500 down 3.20%. The Dow 1.99%. Not many people take notice of the Dow these days. Uh, the Russell 2000 down 4.21. It's already in a bear market. The NASDAQ and Russell 2000 were already in bear market markets. So over 4% down. Even crude oil, crude oil managed 0.01% up from when I took this. And gold, uh, point, even gold 0.33 down. So no, no kind of hedge against the market there. Nobody Run, uh, running for gold at this stage, it's at 18, uh, 1,852, so struggling to get to that 2,000 level. And so what I said today was, I made this note on the internet, uh, today was brutal again, especially for tech. I think we're getting to the capitulation stage where more people are throwing in the towel and probably more margin calls. It's at the stage that many share prices are going lower than many thought that many thought was possible. So that's true, especially in tech. I think uh, the prices are getting, you know, some are down 75, 80% and still going down. So I think more retail investors in particular are throwing in the towel. Uh, just we're not expecting this, but still to, for the, you know, for the main indices to go down that much it's not just retail what we're talking about so what came to mind today again on the screen i've got this uh article from way back in march 2009 which was actually the bottom of the bear market during the global financial crisis which and there was still chaos around economic chaos you know people thought the economic system was going to collapse and there was a risk there was a real risk of that and so the last few episodes I've been uh, thinking back to Jeremy Grantham's prediction of, you know, saying there's a bubble that's bursting that started with the innovation stocks last January, uh, last February, early February, and it's continuing with the general starting to be shot. And so he saying that the, he's been saying, I haven't seen him in the media for a while, he's been quiet, but, uh, but no doubt if it happens, he'll come back and kind of say, oh, yeah, we were, we were, I was right about that, but we'll see. So we're in bear markets on the NASDAQ and the Russell 2000. He kind of says that a lot of the, the bubble that's, that's unwinding, that the S&P 500 needs to go down to 50%. So kind of back to pre-COVID levels where that bubble took off in 2020. But anyway, what I wanted to say was that he uh, put out this article. I think it was a memo to his shareholders in uh, 10th of March 2009 which was pretty much the bottom of the market. And he's kind of an infamous bear, uh, has been, you know, for the last few years anyway, a warning of kind of what's happening now, I suppose. But he made this thing called Reinvesting with Terrified. And I might title this video Investing with Terrified because he, he's, you know, basically saying, I'm going to read this out. Written in, two, in March 2009 in the throes of the global financial crisis, Jeremy Grantham's reinvesting when terrified ended up being incredibly well-timed, even as Jeremy himself states that in the piece that you will never time the bottom precisely. He said, well, he said, he said before that there was a certain amount of luck involved there in picking the bottom, that 
here was pretty much the exact bottom. He more generally instead advises that it's essential in times of crisis and panic to have an investment battle plan and to stick to it and to buy in, to get buy-in from your investment committee on your battle plan ahead. So he's talking about funds there. Otherwise, or people who are, who have substantial funds to invest. Otherwise, it is human nature to become terminally paralyzed in the midst of massive market sell-off. And remember, the market does not turn when it sees light at the end of the tunnel. It turns when all looks black, just but just a subtle shade less black than the day before. So he talks about that, the peak, the peak being... You know, past the peak is only slightly worse than the day before. It's 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 often not just a not straight down a big crash. It's sort of slightly worse, slightly worse, slightly worse, and then the bear market picks up steam, which is kind of what's been happening for like, you know, like from November for the main indices and for innovation stocks and emerging tech, like more than a year now since last February. So incrementally down, that keeps grinding lower until. Pessimism is maximum. We don't know when that's going to be. You can't pick at the bottom, but we kind of, uh, I think we're at that stage of, of it getting pretty bad. And so I wanted to play this one thing from Buffett that I just saw uh, on Twitter today uh, that I think is good. Uh, and I hope that this is going to play. Yes, it will. So look, this is just a quick clip from Buffett. Stocks are safe for the long run and they're very unsafe for tomorrow. Berkshire, three times since I took over, has gone down roughly 50%. Did I feel poor then? No, not at all. I knew it was going to be worth more over time. American business is going to be worth more over time. That's what you're buying as a business. You're not buying a stock. You're buying a piece of a whole bunch of businesses. Are those businesses going to be worth more 10 or 20 or 30 years from now? Of course they are. But if you think you can jump in and out or that you know the time to come in, I think you're making a mistake. Okay, so that, that was, uh, sorry about that, stopping and starting there, but the point's made, you know, he's been down 50%. Berkshire's been down 50% more, more often than not, and he says sees that as a buying opportunity, an opportunity to for those businesses aren't worth less if they're good businesses. So the uh, point he's making there is just like, during the financial crisis, I mean, he didn't time it. He he said during the last Berkshire meeting that they they went in too early, like way too early um, from March, you know, before before March. But they timed it wrong. But you can't time it right. And we're at that stage where we're in a bear market, and it's terrifying to many. And but the, these are the times when I'm not suggesting not investment advice to buy, but um, just to be to be paralysed. And uh, terminally paralyzed is kind of the wrong thing to do in these times. So just returning to the market, just uh, what actually did happen in the last session was, you know, it's it's actually quite amazing. Like like some of these stocks that I that I follow, like Spotify, Square, PayPal, Spot Spot down another nearly 10%, Square down 12.8% overnight. PayPal uh, did relatively well. It's gone down a huge amount, but minus. Minus six to two point six three percent. Coinbase down nearly twenty percent. Shopify down another nearly ten percent. I mean, people thought, can this go? Can these go down any many more? And here we go. So Tesla is down, went down nine 
9%, just over 9% in, in that one day. So, But it's it's doing relatively well. There's more on that a bit later. Um, Rivian, where I said yesterday about how the the uh, the lockup is ending for insiders and uh, the news came over that um, Ford was going to be selling shares and other big blocks of shares being sold and it, it went down to nearly 21%, 20.88% in one session. So kind of the whole EV sector got a bit dragged down by that. There's uh, Gary Black, who's well known, uh, you know, follows Tesla on Twitter every day, uh, every day commentary. I don't know why it's every day, but he does. So he said Tesla holding its own versus very other EV manufacturers, but clearly taking some heat as the whole EV industry gets priced, gets repriced. We've got Tesla down 36% so far. Lee Auto down 57, Fisker down at 67, Lucid down 72, Xpeng down 73, Neo down 78 now. That was a retail favorite. Favorite. It's been just just pummeled. Uh, Canoe down 80. These are smaller kind of things, but they were at one time, uh, you know, caught up in what I what I think was part of the bubble. Uh, Proterra down 82. They make buses and things in the US. Uh, some ex-Tesla people work there. Uh, lost out of that. Uh, Leon, Lion Electric, 83% down. Rivian, 87% down now. Arrival, Nikola down 93. Lordstown Motors, which has gone way out of favor, 94% down. Some of these were retail favorites back in the day. It's interesting to see Nikola there down 93, but still alive. So, yeah, I think uh, it's almost as if there was a bubble in that sector. And, uh, you know, Tesla's doing, is doing well. It's profit, you know, pr- pr- profitable, so, um, faring well. But it's be, as I said yesterday, I, it would not surprise me if Tesla got caught up and went down as much as something like Shopify has in the 70%, but we'll see. And the, I think, you know, Tesla's one of those ones with a lot of margin involved with it for people because they think it's a kind of safe stock and, but they will get a of a shock there if that happened. So in turning to China, we've got, you know, it went down more again by after kind of having some ups and downs, but Baidu down over 8%, uh, Alibaba down 7.79% again, down to, to under $85, JD.com down 51 PD Deep and Dodo down another 8, more, more, more than 8% overnight. So these are big falls. BYD in the EV sector, it's not just they make batteries have done, but down 7. Five eight percent, but I think that's down less than actually less than Tesla over. So that wasn't in Gary's list, um, you know. And also turning to the uh, cannabis sector, I mean that's I haven't talk, mentioned that for a while, uh, partly because the YouTube algorithm probably doesn't like it. But um, you know, MSOS, the multi-state operators ETF, down another six point three six percent. Actually, in the session before last, it had a uh, unexpectedly Big boost, which was uh, I was wondering wondering to see if that would continue, but it didn't. Poseidon, another ETF down 4.62, and some of the big, like uh, the big bigger companies, Verano, down another 3.6 percent. Uh, Cresco down nearly 7 percent. So these are these have got you know way down, way way down. Palantir, which uh, had earnings in the last, uh, I think it was before the last session, wasn't it, or was it during? Before I think it was before pre-market, and it went down 21% on dis- disappointment 
disappointment to the shareholders and that was a huge retail stock and it's been it's down now down nearly 79 percent so people are losing faith there uh and arc innovation of course you know i've talked about this a lot and now down another nearly 10 percent down to 41 dollars 41 dollars which is down it's beginning january 2018 level january 2018 so it's almost in down to Back to 2017, you see it goes down there. But that's still, it's 101% all time since the, since, uh, but it, that's just, if you're looking at the graph here, I mean, you can it just looks like a classic bubble, doesn't it? So, I mean, still going down, it's just been absolutely devastated. And Bitcoin, interestingly, as I talked about yesterday, down 8.72% the last day, or when I took the screenshot, which wasn't long ago. And uh, so it's down more than 50 more down more than fifty percent, fifty four percent. It's down now, which so it's basically, it's. I mean, it started heading down when the Nasdaq headed down, and it's just continuing down. So absolute devastation. But you know, some positivity about. Remember what Buffett said and Jeremy Glanton reinvesting while when terrified. I'm going to name this video that just uh, some positivity because uh, it's getting. I think a lot of people are getting to the stage where it's 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 fear maximum fear. Don't know. I mean. The S&P 500 isn't really down that much. It could go down 50%. So we just don't know. But we have to be prepared for something like that. As Buffett said, 50%. You have, and Munger has said before, you have to expect your portfolio to go down 50% uh, every so often. That's just part of it. You, he basically said you don't uh, deserve to... You deserve the mediocre returns that you get if you can't stand that. And we may be... Certainly, we passed that point with uh, a lot of tech stocks, but will it be the whole market? We'll have to see. Anyway, that's all today. It's uh, interesting times, that's for sure. So like and subscribe if you like this, so you found the value in it, and follow. You see that on the Twitter. Uh, you know, contact me there or follow me there on the Art of Value, and see you next time.